Once again, it's a very good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Welcome to this edition of Mjolo and Six Podcast. Here speaking is your boy, Umlungi Simpela, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator. The most handsome guy in a cheese cop, Muhammad Ali's protege. I roll like a butterfly, buzz more than a beehive. I definitely don't buzz alone. I definitely buzz with ever beautiful, ever shining, ever glowing. Too many adjectives. So little time. Oskumi Dumel. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm fantastic. Who come? No, I just feel great. That's all. I just want like, to feel yeah, good. You know, like nothing Every day. specific happened or is happening. I just feel good, man. You yes. know? Yeah. So you're carrying Lyra's um, aura. Feeling good is a choice that you make? It is, actually. Yes. Yeah, with everything that's happening, yeah, I'm choosing to feel good. I hope Lyra is feeling good wherever she is. Speedy recovery to her. And I hope that the energy that Oskumi is exuding, we will exude it on our social media platforms where we can be highly interactive. Um, Oskumi, I'm not sure about today's conversation. Wait, I'm not sure. Why? I don't know. What are we talking about today? Um... Today we are talking to and educating everybody else about the LGBTQI plus community. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is very, 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 very broad. Yes, the letters are LGBTQI plus, And that plus means that the, uh, there are other orientations. There are other additions. Yes, that we do not know about. And one of those is asexuality. Okay. School as quickly? Um, asexuality, from what I understand, is, is people who are not attracted to either men or women. And, and I stand to be corrected on this, by the way. I, I stand to be corrected. Um, I'm just trying to explain what I read. Yes. Yeah. It's people that are not attracted to either women or men. And when they are attracted to somebody, they don't necessarily want to have sex with them. Yes. Yeah. You know, they are attracted to other things when they meet this person, whether you're a man or you're a woman. You know, they are, they are attracted to other aspects of your personality or your character or whatever. Okay. So uh, we are delving deeper into way more than sex, you know, because um, sometimes we tend to... We tend to play sex at the forefront, right? Yeah, we tend to summarize everything down to, or play everything down to sex. And in, in most, in some instances, not even most, in some instances, it's not just about physical attraction. You know, people are attracted to different things when they meet somebody. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking about asexuality, people who not necessarily see gender um, and also not are not really attracted to the sexual aspects of a human being, but other fairly interesting physical, psychosocial, um, as one yeah. article put it, yeah. um, elements to a human being. I think this conversation is quite complex, quite broad if we were to tackle it, but luckily we have our famous psychologist, movie-starring uh, psychologist, might I add, JP Mueller, welcome to this edition of Mjolin Sex Podcast. Hello, I'm Lucy. How are you? 
I'm good. JP, you are part and parcel officially of the. You're officially part and parcel of the countdown to the hundred episode. JP, wait. Oh, he's back. JP. Yes, I was. That I, is awesome. That is awesome. Yes, yes. We, we 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 moonwalking now to hundred now. Now we moonwalking. Oh yes, please. Yes, yes. yes we moonwalking. JP, we talking about asexuality. Yes. We uh, Humi tried to really highlight it in a nutshell. JP, when we talk about asexuality, what is it essentially? Are we talking about? Yeah. So as um, Humi mentioned, there are sixty-eight um, sexual orientations currently. Sure. So the plus. There are many plus, <laughs> but um, asexuality is not having sexual feelings towards others, not experiencing sexual desire or attraction. In general, an asexual person does not feel or otherwise experience any sexual attraction. And they also have subcategories. For example, gray sexual or people who have a history of sexual experience that doesn't reflect their current sexual identity or sense of self. Sure. Others might identify with gray sexuality because they experience infrequent sexual attraction that's not strong enough to act on or pursue. And then we also get people who identify as demisexual, mm-hmm. only experience sexual attraction after they've formed a close emotional bond with someone, and that is different from only feeling sexual attraction, um, and that is very rare when they have the sexual attraction. Um, so that's very interesting, as you guys say, because you can be attracted to something in so many different ways. And I said the psychosocial, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, there are so many different ways you can be attracted to someone. It's not only the physical sex part of the relationship. JP, how complex is it? Because it, um, listening to your intro, it, it sounds like there's more to it, right? Or there's more that meets the eye to it. Um, it's more, like you're saying, you're touching on it's more than just sex uh, or sexual attraction, that is. There seems to be, it's very, very complex in its nature, correct? It, it really is. And the, the complexity of it is because there's no underlying cause of asexuality. Just like homosexuality and bisexuality, there's no cause for it. So it's just the way someone is. Asexuality isn't genetic, the result of trauma or caused by anything else. It is common for asexual people to have romantic but not sexual attraction. So asexuality does not mean celibacy, uh, but people who practice celibacy abstain from sex, but not necessarily because they are not sexually attracted to others. So some choose to remain celibate for religious or personal belief, where asexuality, on the other hand, is an orientation and is not a choice. So, JP, then how, as an individual, do you then um, tell that you're asexual? What are the, I don't want to say symptoms. Yeah, but what are the tell signs that, you know, you might be asexual? Yeah, um, so it is people who do not want sex. They don't don't think that, they don't enjoy it. They don't um, want to experience it. Um, it's just not what they are after in a relationship or in a romantic partner. Um, so there are some um, facts that are really interesting for me. An estimated 1.7% of sexual minority adults identify as asexual. 
Sure. And then um, oh. they also say more than one quarter, 27% of asexuals identify as women and three quarters identify as gender queer or non-binary. An overwhelming majority of asexuals were assigned female at birth, so 86%, compared to 14% who were assigned at birth males. 91% of asexuals are in the younger cohort, between 18 and 27 years old, compared to 61% of non-asexual LGB people. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah, it is interesting for me how we can see some similarities, but also something that's so different. Yeah, actually. Um, JP, uh, as, we, as, as we try to sort of like push this conversation a bit forward, Psychologically, yeah. what are the implications thereof? I think, I mean, we had a conversation with you um, not so long ago. Um, just, yeah. Ab- just, yeah, just around, just around people who uh, have an active sort of um, sex drive, people who nymphos, people who really engage a lot in sexual activity. Um, yeah. Then we also spoke about people who have uh, erectophobia, people who have a, f- a fear for sex. Now, yeah. you, now you put this spanner in the works in terms of asexuality. How in, in, in today's times, um, how prevalent is it? Um, so the statistics say that about 1%, current um, statistics say that about 1% of the population is asexual. Though many experts think that the number might be higher because people don't really always say. But we must remember that asexuals are not afraid of intimacy, as you said with the phobia, but many asexuals want and are in relationships with not only other asexuals, but sexual people as well. And what makes it interesting is there are asexual people who masturbate and enjoy sexual intimacy with others, while not being sexually attracted to them. So they're not after them Ooh. for the looks or for the, the sex parts of the genitals. But they are attracted to that person for their vibe, their personality, their, um, their partnership, what they have to offer in the partnership without the sexual, um, sexual part. So every asexual, just like every sexual person, is different and fall on a wide range of wants and comfort level. And again, that's where we go back to we have to communicate it, what people want and what not. They say most people who are asexual will have sex when they um, want children or um, to, um, to give it to their partner if their partner says that they really want it now. So they say it's not that they don't do it, but it's just that they don't, they're not fond of it. That's not why they are in a relationship. JP, finally, two two compounded questions before we leave. Firstly, um, how do how do we how do we tackle asexuality? Because um, non-binary has 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 really also become such a very thin line to thin thin, and I'm talking extremely thin yeah. thin 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 line that you you working 
you're working with. Um, so when, uh, like we touched on phobias, which is I think maybe easier to deal with, right? But how how do we yeah. how do we how do we how, how do we as partners and and people who are sexually fluid, as you said, how do we deal with ase- asexuality, especially if we're opposites? Um, one is asexuality, one is not. How do we deal with such? And sec- secondly, and most importantly, um, JP, as a person who practices um, with psychology, how important is this education um, for across uh, the spectrum in terms of education? How important is it that we need to drive the conversation around people are not just heterosexual or people are not just yeah. gays and lesbians? Sexuality, as you said, has 68 other pluses as well. How important is that? Yeah. Um, so I do believe we need to, uh, we call it psychoeducation, but we need to get the word out there for people to say we have to respect other people and their views. Because they are different than us doesn't mean that they are wrong. And it doesn't mean that we are right. But they are different. So I'm not saying go and hug everybody that is from a different yeah. sexuality or gender identity. But respect them and um, do not ashamed them. Do not um, break them down, bully them, because they are just like anybody else. We're all people. So I do believe that it's very important that we raise awareness and that people can just respect each other I'm not, um, and accept each other for who we are. Yes. You do not have to be friends with everybody. We're not all pizza. So you're gonna, not going to like everyone. But... And that goes for cisgender and for all of the other um, gender identities and sexual orientation people. So disrespect a person for being a person, no matter who they love, who they sleep with, or if they don't want to sleep with anyone. And I think that if we go back um, to the relationship, um, just have to say that asexuality is not a mental disorder and people don't become asexual because they have been sexually abused. Like anyone else, an asexual orientation is not exclusively determined by a person's history. Although these factors can shape that person's identity, sexuality is not a choice. It's important for people to discuss their boundaries when it comes to asexuality. If you're in a relationship with an asexual person, respect their preferences around sex. Some asexual people may be comfortable with some amount of physical or even sexual contact, while others are not, so communication skin or relationship. I saw a video the other day of one of the tribes of South Africa and this guy was trying to ask them their view, their point of view of people who are trans and people who are non-binary and this guy just said, oh, a man has a penis and that's why he's a man and a female has a vagina and that's why she's a, a female. And he wasn't sure. even open to understand, to listen to any other option. That's his view and that's what they believe. And Again, as I say, it's not saying that what he believes or that they are wrong. That is his belief and his choice. However, he cannot discriminate against others because they don't agree with him on this. And if we put things in place, for example, um, non-gendered um, toilets, um, or, uh, or um, if we do um, record to ourselves, for example, for all genders, because then it's going to become a safety hazard for people. Mm. So we are doing things with reasons to try and include everyone and not discriminate against them. But 
we're trying to do it in a safe manner. We can't let people wear a dress where they, um, where they are presenting as male or born as male, but they identify as female. Now they wear a dress, and in a taxi, something happens when they go home, you know, for example, self-correctional rape or whatever, um, or the parents head into the mountains and pay people, like in the movie mm. Beba, where they're like, make it, fix my child, make him right. And that's the thing. So we're trying to keep people safe. However, we're trying to educate other people on it, but it's still their choice to accept it and respect others. So we can, we can talk on platforms and get the word out there. And I do believe with all the education, with telling people what it is all about, informing them, I do believe that we will see a change. I don't think now, I do think over a couple of months or years, but I do think the change will come where people will just be able to accept each other and respect each other. I tell you, I tell, I tell, I tell you what, JP, we we respect you and 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 we respect your insights mm. and we respect everything that is that you have just shared across across this very complex and very um, dare I say mm. non-binary conversation. And I think, you know, I was listening to a. A, a meeting that was held with uh, the UN and the conversations around having different um, passports that just are not sort of conformed in terms of their sexuality, whether male or female. Um, and I think, yeah. and I think, such conversations now are just going to be prevalent to say people really are just not about like Oskumi always says. It's not about somebody's not. There's beyond male and female. There's beyond boy or girl. There's just there's just a lot to that, and and there are people that really don't subscribe to the limitations of just being a boy and a girl or a male or female. But once again, JP, big thank you to you. Definitely, definitely. Thank you very much. And I know South Africa is on board. We are now. Um, if people older than a certain age, they can change their um their ID to say it's non-binary. So I think we are getting there. I say slowly but surely. Yeah. Slowly but surely, JP. Once again, JP, uh, congratulations for being with us up until this very important milestone. Now you you literally at the Bay Park in terms of uh, being with us in terms of uh, celebrating our hundredth episodes. Congratulations, JP. Oh, awesome! Thank you so much, and thank you for this great opportunity. I really enjoy thoroughly the research for you guys to talk about these crucial topics that I think needs to be heard and needs to be discussed. So thank you so much for the platform and for allowing me to be part of it. JP, we're really waiting. Thank you, JP. It. JP, we're waiting for the movie tickets preview. We're waiting. We are waiting. Yeah, we want to be at the premiere. We're waiting, we're waiting JP, we're waiting. David, I'll let you know as soon as I know. Yeah, like, like <laughs> red carpet shindings. That's what we're about. Everything. All right. The lights, Alan. All right. Thank you. Thanks, JP. <laughs> Thanks, JP. Thank you, Alan. Okay, um, I think one of, one of the most, um, I won't say difficult conversations we've ever had, but one of the most uh, very fairly interesting conversations because it's, it's we all, uh, I think with sex or sexuality, we always say it's either black or white, right? So this is hardly a gray area. And I think these conversations are just saying to us, sexuality is just not as plain and simple as black and no, white. No. I think this is why I consider myself an ally. Yeah. Of the LGBTQI plus community. Yeah. Because for a lot of people, they just see 
what's on the surface, yeah. which is you're either gay, lesbian, or bisexual. Mm. But what, what people do not realize is that they are other sexual yeah. orientations. Yeah. We're talking about asexuality now. There's also pansexuality. You touched on, do you, you know, touch on that? Yes, pansexuality is, is you're attracted to somebody, um, either sexually, emotionally, by, by, or by, any other way. You, you just by, attracted, by, who, by who the person is. Yes, you're just attracted to this person despite their gender. Like you do not see gender at all. And speaking of gender, there's also people who are non-binary. Yeah. They do not assign themselves, they do not identify, not even assign, they do not identify with any... The confinements of male and female. With any gender, whether male or female, which is why they use the pronouns they, them, yes. and their, you know. So it's, it's oh my gosh. It's fascinating. It's, it's deep and it's very, very fascinating. Yeah. And this is where we, we're moving in the world, yeah. as, 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 as a collective society, this is where we're moving. People are now, thanks to the freedoms that we now have, people are now feel free and comfortable to come out and say, this is who I am, and this is what I'm attracted to, or exactly. this is who I'm attracted to. And who said it's right or wrong? There is no right or wrong. Life is not guys. Exactly. And who said heterosexuals is, is a thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because for the longest time, it was what people prescribed to, even though a lot of them felt trapped, yeah. does not mean that it is the, it is right. Exactly. So. That's I don't exactly. Know. I think that's. I think that's. We what need to have m- deeper, deeper, deeper conversations yeah. about this, and we need to. No, have we're gonna more look people, and especially people who are part of that community. Yeah. We need to have more conversations with them so that we can have a broader understanding, because more and more people in our own circles are coming out and saying, "This is who I am." Yeah. You know, and you might have somebody like that in your family, not even just in your circle, but in your exactly. family. How. How do you support them? How do you how do you have these conversations, right? You know, you you, you need to be open minded about it. You need to be able to have these conversations where you don't understand. You need to be in a position where you can ask questions without sounding judgmental or whatever. Because this is new to a lot of us. Exactly. You know, but as much as you and I can get onto the internet and Google these things, there are people who are not even willing. But uh, yeah, to do that. but also that people are living these lives. I think that's the most important thing, right? Yes. While we googling, and we need to support them. Yes, while they, while we googling, these people live these lives, and yeah, and and who said you are right? Who said you are the alpha? Who said you are the alpha existence in terms of um, gender, in terms of uh, binary, non-binary? And I think a big shout out to the LGBTIQ plus um, generation and the movement that the work that they're doing. And and I really think such conversations again. It's just for us to just enlighten and just to say in this month of Women's Month, um, there's just a lot of conversations that need to be held, and people just need to be educated as much as you can. And we thank JP for all his amazing insights once again. If you want this and many 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 other insights, you can obviously be participative. On our social media platforms. Oskumi? Yes, um, we're still on Facebook, Daily Sun, or you can tweet us at Daily Sun. Yes. SA, or alternatively, find us on www.dailysun.co.za. It's four slash from Jolo, and you can get to see this and many, many other episodes. Guys, we have surpassed the 90th episode. We are staring down the barrel. 
now of 100 episodes it's been fun it's been amazing it's been it's been it's been an incredible journey of learning and understanding and learning as well because what we have what we thought we know we had to unlearn and we learn new things and today it was a classic example of that and we thank you across the globe this podcast has touched eight what five different continents seven different countries across the globe locally we have moved right across the nine provinces it is not because of us, it is because of you. A big thank you to every single person who continues, listens, subscribes, sends your comments on Facebook and all our social media platforms, engages with us, criticize us as well, because we also take the criticism as well. A big thank you to every single person. Look out for our very, very, very special episode, our 100th episode. Um, a little birdie tells me we're going to be having all the experts that we've had thus far. Dr. Zenda, JP Mueller, um, Khumi's favorite, um, Celeb, um, every single person we've had on the platform, we're going to be engaging just to celebrate the milestone that we have accumulated. Uh, the PSA is over. The country's open. We don't have yeah no no more PSA no yeah no more yeah. masks no, 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 mandates no. no more vaccinations yeah, no. just be adults and be responsible that's please. all you have to say uh, and also because now we're staring down the barrel of spring guys please drink lots of water as Oskumi would say guys uh, keep yourself hydrated but once again a big thank you to JP everybody who's been part and parcel of everything if you see us on the streets in the corridors in the social spaces of life. Do know that this one who's speaking first and foremost is Mlungi Simpela, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator, the most handsome guy in a cheese cop, even though I'm not in a cheese cop yet. I'm still Muhammad Ali's protege, roll like a butterfly, but more than a beehive. And she's still and she's still without a cool outro. It's love and light, everybody. Be kind to one another. Tweety.